You are now listening to the new Old Heads podcast, premiered every Thursday at noon Eastern Standard Time at BringDownTheBand.com, and brought to you by No Bad Ideas, Coleman Dental, Printfinity, Indie CD and Vinyl, and Sun King Brewery. Support the new Old Heads by visiting our Patreon at p a t r e o n dot com slash New Old Heads. You are now tuned in to the new Old Heads podcast. I am Major Seven. Happy today because this is episode two hundred. We got the entire crew in the building. This is an exciting moment for us. It's been a long time coming. Steady on the grind. Make sure I introduce everybody that is uh in the crew. My man, the voice of Indianapolis, aka Kansas City Mac. My man Jay Moore. How are you, sir? Uh, you know, kicking but not high, flapping but can't fly. You know what it is. I like that. I like that. Like that seventies talk. I see you with the wordplay. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> My man DJ J Dev. What's happening, man? Expectations. What's good, good fella? Oh man, I can't complain. Good to see you as always, brother. Indeed, indeed. Is that a is that a Printfinity exclusive? That's one of my favorites, I think. Is that the Nintendo joint? Did you make that or was that a purchase? Okay. Okay. Yeah. I make sure I hit that man up. He's one of our sponsors for Printfinity. So Indeed. All your printing needs will be answered. Uh down at the bottom, my man, Longevity. How are you, sir? I am doing spectacular, Michael. Thank you. Oh, so proper of you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, you know. How are you doing? I'm doing good, man. I cannot, I cannot complain. Everything is good this way. Everything I think it would be good. great if every time, like, we should all ask Mike on every introduction how he's doing, so he has to repeat it four times. That would be great. Yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, I'll do that. Yeah. Um, and rounding, ha- rounding out. <laughs> would you say long? <laughs> I was gonna say, what's happened within the last twenty seconds? I don't know, man. Anyway, no, I'm just trying. I'm trying over here. I'm trying. Rounding out the squad, back from doing important things in life, uh, probably uplifting the community wherever he was and wherever he is now, is our brother DJ Spools. What's happening, man? Hello, Michael. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> I've waited to hear that for a long time, my brother. It is good to hear that. It is good to see you, sir. Yeah, man, I can't. I couldn't miss. Definitely couldn't miss two hundred. And gonna try to be back more. Hey, more often hey here, man so. we are we are excited to have you back brother you look good you look well you look refreshed I appreciate you guys having me back oh so, man yeah. you already know what it is no doubt. the Happy entire family entire family is here for episode 200 couldn't i couldn't ask for anything more in terms of that so we're gonna go ahead and get a crack and then jump right into the uh rundown king's disease by Nas was released um him and hit boy on the collaboration for the production um, this has been a pretty polarizing project, if you ask me. There's, I haven't seen too many in betweens. It's either it's fire or Nas can't pick beats again, is what I'm hearing. Even though yeah. Hit Boy produced it, and he's extremely dope in my personal opinion. Um, overall, I think the album was solid, though. I liked it. I, I wouldn't say it's the best Nas project. I wouldn't say it's classic Nas or timeless Nas, but there's there's more than a handful of songs I like on that joint like I, I think there's some dope stuff on there a few joints i could have gone without overall i liked it um yes i can ask i, I kind of go around and ask you guys what you thought about the the entire project overall you know like just for the project itself did you like it or did this kind of validate what people say about Nas when they say he just cannot pick beats because that's what i continue to hear they did if i'll start with you uh what'd you think about it 
I think it was pretty good, man. Uh, honestly, I think it maybe could have been a little shorter. Um, but like, all right, so song one, which was King's Disease, that's that's a cool way to start off. I think that Blue Benz though, that shit goes. They sleep yeah. on that. Yep, Benz sleep. is hard. The cold uh, is sleep. I really liked uh, Twenty Seven Summers was good. Uh. Car 85. Uh, Charlie Wilson. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, it, it was it was pretty decent as a whole to me. Um, I mean, wait, this, you got to understand Nas is late 40s right now. He's not about to give you a whole bunch of uh, what are people looking for? Turn up shit. Oh, yeah, his, yeah. He's never lit. They don't want He's never really given you that style of music, other other than when he was like doing the Uchi Wally type shit. But um, I mean, it, it's a it's a cool release. It was not expected, so I mean that's that's a treat in itself because I wasn't expecting to hear a Nas album, um, and then it just showed up, produced by Hit Boy. So I think I think it was fair a fair shot. Okay, I can dig it. Long talk to me. Did you get a chance to run it? I did. We know we know where you stand with Nazir, but uh you know, be nice if you can, Nas, brother. Nah, I'm gonna be real. Uh <laughs> uh what what I will say is I like five joints. I like five songs off of it. Um okay. and I didn't hate anything. It's just uh I'm not a huge fan of the Nas piano ballads. Um oh, but, uh and they weren't I mean they weren't like heavy piano ballads, but overall I did like the project. I didn't think the production was any worse than previous projects actually if anything i think it was pretty consistent all the way through to be honest but um yeah i like king's disease shots to uh pat jr because uh he actually co-produced the intro to the album um so shots to homie he was actually supposed to come on the show probably two months ago and he's probably willing sometime in the near future but um but besides that uh ultra black was dope 27 Summers was dope. 10 Points was dope. Uh, the Cure was dope, especially when, like, the drums came in. Oh, the beat switch was crazy. Yeah. Uh, you know, like, I before the beat, the drums came in, I was like, yeah, it's cool. But then all of a sudden, the drums came in, and it was they kind of changed it for me. But, I mean, I liked it. Um, it wasn't my favorite project that dropped that day, but uh, mm. but it was a good project. Okay. It is a good I project. Dig it. And more give me your quick assessment and then we'll go to spools you know what i i like the record um you know because i've been disappointed by Nas between the the, the what is it the, the the lost tapes too and whatever that bullshit he put out with kanye <laughs> <laughs> sorry let's just call it what it is but this record i liked i mean like you know you talk about um i really like the record car 85 with uh with charlie wilson um then we go into ultra black 27 summer i like the you know the only the record where I just was like, oh, I can do without this shit. And maybe it's because I thought that um, Big Sean's um, verse was so whack. Yep. Great. It replaced 100%. me. Like that That just ruined <laughs> what probably is a decent song. But you know what song I really liked is the next one, Till the War is one with Lil Durk. And I'm not a Lil Durk fan. Like I don't even really know Lil Durk's music. I just know he's one of the, the new young Lils. You know what I'm saying? But I, 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 I like that record. <laughs> um, of course, I like the song with Brucey e. B. You know what I'm saying? I'm from that tradition of Brucey e. B. Um, you know, so I uh, 10 points. Full circle, 
like this makes me want more Nas and AZ collaborations. I thought Thank that you. was dope. Uh, I don't know. Everybody was talking about how Foxy snapped. I didn't. I didn't hear that. I I thought Foxy <laughs> shit sound phoned in. I, you know, I'm sorry, but there's just a whole bunch of there's a whole bunch of new chicks that know how to put them songs together, know how to put them words together. So when I hear Foxy, I'm not really impressed. Um, I actually snapped on that. Say what? Funny, yeah. actually, she snapped on yes. there. There are yes, people I who are that. like, "Oh, Foxy's back." I'm like, I don't know what y'all talking about. You must have heard a different song than I heard. And me, I was kind of like, as much as I mean, some people were happy to hear Cormega. Me, I was a Nature fan. I remember when the Ultimate High came out, and you know, and and what he did on Band on TV. So you know, like I'm a I'm. I was kind of disappointed there wasn't a nature verse on there, but it is what it is. Um, like I said, always room for this is a solid project from Nas. You know what I'm saying? And I always think it's a lazy argument when people say, oh, he can't pick beats. You know, because nah, when can't. you go back through Nas's catalog, we can argue. There's there's some oh, solid God. shit there. Like, it's not any worse. It should, I, I guess because we have, we compare everything to Illmatic, you know, of, then we're just going to feel that way. Or because you know we we try to a and everyone everyone thinks they're an A and R, or they they it doesn't fit exactly yes, with the moment, really with the time. Album, like really lost tapes. Good. I mean, you know point. what? You know what? But but when I listen, when I go back and listen to Godson, you know, and he kicks the first single off of Godson was "Made You Look." It's like, how are you going to talk? That was that beat was ill. You know, you gonna talk about got yourself a gun or ether like those beats were ill. You know, if you want to even go to um, got yourself a gun mm. off his double, <laughs> I was like, like that yeah. beat was ill. Like, how are you gonna say Nas came? I think it's just a pot. It's one of those things where people just like saying it, and oh. it seems like the thing to say, and it's not really true. All right, hold Man. that. Hold that. Like, even oh, when, I'm, even I'm, when you go, even when you go to life is good. Other than that bullshit that Swizz gave him, that that's a solid project. I agree with that as well. I'm I not going. That, that album from top to bottom is straight, except for Swizzy shit and the yeah, piano Swizzy ballads. Summer on Smash. Swizzy, Swizzy always. Swizzy's always known. Swizzy's known to fuck up an album with terrible ad libs. We know that. Um, we I agree a hundred percent. Bradley Spools. Um. Did you get a chance yeah. to run the Nas? I forgot to ask you before we came on. Did you get a chance? Not all of it <clears throat> so far, but I probably I've listened to the first half of it, I guess, and I I like it a lot, man. Sounds dope. Um, yeah, looking forward to listening to the second half. So it's, I don't know. I I agree with some of what Jay Moore was saying, man. As far as like everybody wanting to be an A and R and shit like that, you know what I mean? And like mm-hmm. Nas Nas has put out a lot of really good music, man, over the years, like. He's, dude's incredible. Like, and you know, there are times. I mean, I I feel like some of the arg- the arguments sometimes about the better production, but I don't think it takes away from him like being in an absurd lyricist, like an MC. Mm. So. Okay, that's I'm not, that. I'm not mad at that. Lone, uh, you seem to be a somewhat. Um, riled up once the topic of production came in is there anything else you'd like to say in terms of i mean we've had this conversation relates to nas this is episode by the way this is episode 200 200 straight weeks of this show and we probably talked about not not nas's beats probably what five to ten episodes so i mean yeah 
shit, dude. I, I, I would say more. But you know what I mean? Like, I mean, there was definitely a time where where Mike started the rumor that I hate Nas, and then I just kept going for about about a good fifty episodes. 50, but uh, 50 so. yeah, I I don't know, man. Don't like, get his hands on some. He don't want to. Like I, I, I stand by it, man. Like <laughs> Nas can does rap over a lot of good beats, but he's got a lot of material. But there's always like a few where I'm like, what was he thinking? And mm. there are some artists that don't ever have any like that. So I don't know. I, I with Hit Boy, I, I thought this project was pretty consistent. I don't think the lows on this project were really all that low. But I'm cool on like the the overly piano kind of corny production tell a story like and I know people like that, but like I like when I hear Nas, me personally, my my specific favorite Nas stuff, it's like his early stuff where he was like telling stories over grimy beats. Like and he's a little aggressive. I was having a conversation with Metronome today actually about it, and I, I agreed mm-hmm. with him. Like I like his more aggressive stuff. Like he's a little bit more aggressive, um, and so like I don't know. That's just what it is. And I think that's just because for me specifically as a producer, engineer, whatever you want to call it, like he mm-hmm. his voice fits that specific pocket so well. It sometimes it's like why would why are you doing this? But you know I don't know this new project I like a lot. So I'll stop. Let talking. me ask. Let me let me ask Spools real quick before we uh, before we go from that. Spools, I got a, a follow up question for you. Now, there's a list that was released on Twitter, and I need you to tell me if this is corny or not. There are one, two, three, four, about five dates where Jay-Z has released a project on the same day as Nas, if not, or if not one day behind him, I believe it was one time. Um, a lot of people are saying it's corny for Jay to always try to put a project out every time Nas does. What What are your thoughts on that, Spools? Is that corny for Jay to do that, or is it just a coincidence? And it's not thought out. I don't think after four or five times it's a coincidence. Thank you, you know, um, I'm sure maybe maybe they do it on purpose, man. You know, you never know. Like for some reason, like who knows? Um, but there's there's something to it. I don't know if it's necessarily corny, but like it just totally it wouldn't surprise me if they talked to each other and you know did, did it, it together did it on purpose. Yeah. Yep. I don't think I. Man, honestly, I think uh, it's just pure coincidence and people pick up on like I, I can see it Five maybe times. being when they was going at each other that it, it could have been something then. But for now, I don't I don't think it really really matters. because well, this is here, here's, this isn't either one of them their only source of income, for one. You know, I feel like everybody wants to grab at something and make something out of anything and everything nowadays. So I, I can't agree with Jay-Z is, is that petty to where he's still trying to poke the bear, so to speak. Jump back in. Oh, I agree. I don't think he would necessarily do it, um, like purposely poke the bear. But like what makes it even more interesting is that some of, when this happens, it's not like planned out. Like to us, like we didn't know certain Jay Z albums or Nas albums were coming when they dropped, <clears throat> which makes me wonder if they some some of these cats just have an album ready to go, like like a right. Jay Z, you know what I mean? Just yeah. like whenever, like the time is right. Like it was two. I don't know. It was two thousand. Interesting concept. It was two thousand one, two thousand four, two thousand seven, 
18 and <clears throat> just recently lost tapes to and Beyonce Z uh Lion King. Oh. Lion King. Interesting. You count Beyonce records now too. Is that what we doing? I mean, that's just what yeah. I guess it was looked at as a joint project. I don't know. I don't make the rules. That super stretch before you exercise. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll scratch that one off the list. Fair enough. We, you, we, you know what I think a before? lot of people's criticism of this particular Nas album is, and I think this has been the criticism going back several years for Nas. Um, does anybody remember when, you know, because I feel like we knew old heads and we hip-hop nerds in a way, that Scratch Magazine where it was Nas and Premier on the cover. I got and, it in the other room. Yeah. Alone has and, it. Yep. How, and I feel like Alone has it. So it many of us have I been have waiting it. on that on that Nas Premier album that anything else that comes out that's not that, we're like, man, fuck this record. Because we got teased with something that we thought, Seriously. okay, this is really going to be it. And we just never got it. So, I mean, nothing against Hit Boy, but, you know, if I'm a, if I'm a, if I want Nas to lock in with one producer, it's yeah. it's DJ Premier. That's the record I want. I, I feel like he's, but I feel like Premier's done that with Royce of Five Nine a couple times at this point. And I, I think too. I don't. Fools go because if, if you look at all their covers, it's always some immaculate situation or pair that's supposed to go down. Never freaking yeah. happen. Or if it does happen, it, it comes out super late. Like they Pete, had the, Pete Rock would be better. And premiere, I think. Pete, ooh, now that would that now would be dope. like right like right now like okay. I don't know. Like to when, me, when to I me, listen though. to Peach Peach Mentals too, and you know I'm thinking, man, some of this stuff could have been reworked into some into records for Nas. I'm like, but you know that's me. Yeah, Rocket Smoke for sure. Fire. Be clear. That's, that's why I mean, like Pete. Pete is like, you know, like this is this is also you know, like 15 years after that Scratch magazine came out, like Premiere. Yeah, like Premier Scratch magazine has been gone for how long? Yeah, for for a long time. But I don't know if like in 2020, 2021, I, I, I would still probably like it, but I don't think it's going to hit the same like if it dropped in like 2005. Yeah, I think it hits. I think it hits for the I think it hits for the purest. Like if Nas and Primo dropped the album. Two months. I'm gonna. I can't wait to hear it. But no, I'd I'd be curious too. Don't get me wrong. But for the masses, to your point, I don't know. You know if the anticipation or you know how well it would be quote unquote received if it what that was to be released. That I don't know. Would it be in 2020? And I, I get where you're going, but from a purist well, standpoint, like I would be hyped. Like the nerd I, I think Nas, be hyped. Nas has hidden at another a secret project. Something else is coming out. So. Yeah, yeah, I saw that too. Maybe that's it. Probably not, but maybe. It's going to be Lost Tapes 3. <laughs> oh, shit. Lord, no. Please don't do Lost Tapes 3. I'm cool. I'm cool on Lost Tapes. Did you guys uh, hear what he said about working with Kanye on that Nazir? Yeah, that it was pretty much he, he said what everybody thought, that it was rushed. Yep. Oh, really? I didn't yeah. see that article. That don't project. say. Like, the album that came out like, a week after the other album came out. Yeah. Would you, would you say spool? Except for probably Pushes and Yana Taylor's. Yeah, Spools, You said he was working on something else while he was working with Nas. He was working on. Like, He's working on his all his Yana Taylor's album, his own album, oh, yeah. and like the Nas album was done extremely fast. 
Yeah, uh, sounds like it sounded like it was. I thought that Nas out that Nazir was definitely mid grade. Mid grade. The cop shot the kid was dope though. I ain't gonna lie, I like that. Cop All right, shot the kid. let's um, let's go to next topic here. The conversation on that Nas though, I figured that would be a good one um to open up with. Shout out to the chat too, real quick as we continue through. Nicole is in the building, hating as usual. DJ Nate Jeezy hating as usual. I agree, CAB, Nate. I, see I agree. Uh, my man David is in here. I think E is still in here. We appreciate y'all uh, for rocking with us, as always. Naughty Pie is in here as well, so thank you all. All right, let's go to where are we going, Master. Let's go to Master P. So, and I'm not talking. I'm not talking about uh, playoff P for the I mean, uh, for the uh, Clippers. <clears throat> He's been out here trash. That's my guy too. I fool with Paul George. Yes. Yeah, see, people have had petitions to make him go play basketball <laughs> in Europe. I, I think, I think he's gonna, I think he's gonna rebound in night schools. I think he's gonna come out and do what he's supposed to do, but we'll see. Um, that's rough. It's rough. Uh, Master P is had a video on IG, basically, you know, uh, venting about his frustrations with C Murder, and it, you know, he talked about, you know, some of the stuff that C Murder has written in the past about his their family and how his parents weren't there for him and his grandparents weren't there and, and P pretty much was taking offense to everything that had been going on. Like he talked about how recently C Murder said that Monica was, you know, one of his closest people or his ride or die and Kim Kardashian was his angel. You know what I'm saying? And and P's like I you know, I've done so much for you over the past. I don't know if P. I know P was hurt, but I think he was more hurt about the fact that C was really, uh, you know, not giving their family and upbringing the props that I, I guess he felt they deserved. Uh, Kim K says she's going to try. She's trying to, quote unquote, get him out of jail. But we know there's two lawyers, African American lawyers, that are young ladies that are behind her that are going to be doing that legwork. Not hating. I know she's using her platform, but just I just want that to be known. Um, the P basically said the ATM is shut off. Like he's closing, you know, cutting C off and, you know, he still wants to see his brother get out. But some of the stuff that he's been saying and doing is not rocking too well with P. So, fools, I'm coming to you first. Um, how do you feel about that, man? Is that, Do you think that's wrong for him to pretty much say, you know, I'm not rocking with you anymore. Like I want you to get out. But, you know, you disrespected the family a little too much for me. You're talking a little crazy. How do you feel about like that? Like first. My first feeling is it's kind of just like embarrassing to know to like to have that be out in the public, I guess, like that in a way. Like the IG videos that like Master P and stuff. I feel like P is like above some of this in a way, you know? Like I don't know. I guess I've always felt like kind of placed him you know, highly, you know, Master P that is as far as business and, you know, all that good shit is concerned. But um yeah, I mean, I don't know who who really knows what's going on, man. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, with a lot of this stuff, and um, I I remember years ago hearing like C Murder saying, you know, the this kind of disparaging remarks about his family and stuff like that. And then mm-hmm. if you know P is saying that's not true and that you know they actually like him and his family have been helping C Murder, then that's kind of fucked up. But if it's not. Or if it is true, then that's, you know, who knows, man? Who I don't know. It's it's just weird to have that kind of story out uh, in the public, man. You know what I mean? No, I, I feel you. I, I kind of cringe when I saw it because... Free, free, free C murder. That's all. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, 
I, you know, I kind of felt the same way when I saw this, like, man, I don't know if you should be having this conversation, like on a, you know, on this platform, but you know, I can't tell grown people what to do. And, you know, I say free sea murder based on just, and I'm not like a, some sleuth, you know, by any means, but everything I've read and watched about it, um, you know, not saying sea murder was like a pillar of society when he was younger back then, you know what I'm saying? But like, from what I've read inside, I don't think he did that. Yeah. That what he's in there for. But yeah. Could be wrong. But right now but, it's free, it, you know, and for wasn't while, it, uh, remind me again why, why he got locked up. He's killing, he's killing, killed someone at a, that allegedly uh, at a bar or a club, allegedly rather. He allegedly shot and killed someone at a bar. But yeah. the, the person who some... testified and said that he did it has recanted since then. And this this is the, this is what a lot of people didn't know about Louisiana, and this is this is just, when we talk about this, every once in a while we get into systematic racism. That's where I was getting to right there. This is this is what happens. Yeah. He was convicted because uh, usually to be in most states um, to be convicted, you have to have twelve people say, "Yeah, he did it." Well, mm-hmm. in uh, Louisiana, up until last year, you only had to have say ten. Uh, out of 12 people say that you did it to cause secure a conviction. Well, people ask, well, why is that? Because when it was considered unconstitutional to keep black people off of juries, what they would do is they would put 10 white people on a jury and two black people. So even if those two black people uh, said, oh, yeah, uh, he should go home. There's not enough um, evidence here to convict this person. Right. Still, yeah. it was OK because we had 10 white people who still say he should go to prison for the rest of his life. Yep. And yep. that was only voted um, out of part of uh, Louisiana uh, uh, criminal justice system, like maybe about a year ago. And, so, but the thing is, it's not the only place where it happens. Strangely, Oregon still has that law, has a law like that on the books because originally Oregon was considered to be, and everybody thinks Oregon is this like super uh, uh, liberal place. No, Oregon was originally set up as a white homeland. Do your Googles. You know, um, that's why they got the problems they have there now. Mm-hmm. Um, so C. Murder was convicted with only 10 people saying that he did it. Like any other, every, any other place other than Oregon, see murder wouldn't be in prison right now yeah. i think the main thing you said about the it's crazy that old boy you know recanted a statement like that that makes it hurt even worse like you know in the timeline of things uh jay diff jump in man what, what do you think about this soldier slim sister came out and said you know pa shit just to kind of double like not double down but i'm seeing a lot of responses like that um what, what do you think man from just from a family standpoint I want, to, I want to put a timeline on this whole situation because what kind of sparked this all to come to the light was the, the Master P or No Limit documentary, the five-part series that aired on BET. So that that kind of um, formed those that didn't know everything that was going on in the camp and what, what could have been done and things of that nature. It was never been proven that C-Murder actually killed this guy in the club. Um but again, his name is C. Murder. He's in New Orleans. Uh, he's coming up under No Limit, which and even in the documentary, they touched on it. They they he bought up a whole bunch of houses in an affluent neighborhood in New Orleans and pretty much moved everybody in there. 
and mm-hmm. they were not feeling it. Like they had to, were doing all kind of stuff to make their life hard and try to get them up out of there. But um, what that's what brought this issue to the forefront right now. And the reason why Master P, I guess, feels a, a certain way about this is because he's been doing a lot of legwork all these years. Mm-hmm. Now that it's being shown on television for everybody to see, Monica, who's been married two times since Sea Murder, she twice. Yeah, she's been married twice since then. Thought it was yeah. once. Good call. She said that she's had contact with him all this time, but I mean, that's on her and her relationships, and it's probably why those relationships didn't last. Right. But him, I, I kind of see where Pete was coming from, but he actually came back and apologized for what he was saying and saying the end goal is to try to get get uh, his brother Corey out of jail. And uh, if, if anybody wants to help, then, then so be it. Um, he, he said he got beside himself and and I can understand it. If, if you're saying you spent the million, millions of dollars trying to help um, your brother get out and then all of a sudden he's gung-ho because Monica comes back into the picture and, and she's enlisted MK allegedly in order to try to help the situation. I can I can kind of see why he's upset about that. But in the same token, at the end of the day, is you're trying to get your brother out. Right. And you know what the unfortunate thing is? Um, they didn't, you know, Mac... Mac went through a very exact same situation, pretty much. He was in a club. Somebody was shot. He ended up. He had a gun on him. It wasn't yeah. the gun that was used in the murder. But again, it goes back to being in New Orleans, and they found him guilty. He's on no limit records. They're listening to his music. And they're convicting him strictly after that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Long jump in there uh, on, on this one. That good context too, Terry. That's I perfect think time. It's, good looking out on that. No, I think you guys have pretty much covered it. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, I don't know the situation. Like, I don't know what P's relationship is with C Murder right now. I didn't watch the the, the BT show either, so I don't know why. You know, this is such a thing. Um, but. Uh, yeah, Jay pretty much touched on what I was going to touch on. He brought up the, uh, and, and Terry as well. So I don't have any contributing uh, <laughs> viewpoints to this topic, so I will relinquish my time. Well, so. I see in the chat, I see in the chat here, Nicole said, she said, forever playing devil's advocate. She said, uh, Musk can get really entitled <clears throat> in the joint too. Families and loved ones can feel uh, worn out by, worn out being their main network. <laughs> and the weight of their cases slash release on their shoulders is always two sides. I can't imagine P saying that without warrant. That's fair. That's right. fair. Um, like Spool said, we don't know. Yeah. Like it's all, you know, speculation based off comments that we're reading with everybody else. So, right. you know, well, everybody the thing is, on conclusion. But we don't. We don't really know. We don't really know what what that could be. But like I said, to Terry's point, also the good thing about Terry's point is that P did. You know, be the grown man and actually say, at the end of the day, I want my brother to be released from jail. And, you know, he apologized to Monica and all that, to all that. So on his face value, I think that's dope that he said that because that is the end result. That's the goal. You know what I'm saying he even said that when when uh, he talked about um, Kim Kardashian and Monica, like he kind of said it at first. It's like, oh, you're going to mention them as this or that. But at the end of the day, he knows she might be the person that can spark the conversation to get 
you know, his brother out. So it was good to see him come to a resolution. And you know, it's one of the things, one of the things we got to kind of watch and, and monitor. Let's go ahead and show love to uh, our. Huh? Real, uh, real ignorant, though, in those days, because like the way that Pete was trying to run no limit was like it's strictly about business. Um, so they would they would do shows and he would pretty much tell everybody just to go to their hotels or go home, do whatever. Steve Murder still had a house in the projects. Mm-hmm. That house where all the rich folks lived in the house in the projects. And he would still go back to the projects and hang out with all of them. Um, mm-hmm. And I hate that there's this stigma on getting, you're supposed to be ashamed of getting out of the hood. I mean, you can get mm. back to the hood uh, without having to actually live there. If you're a millionaire or something like that, then you can you can build schools, you can build daycares, you can, you know what I'm saying, take care of the, the landscape, make everybody feel good about where they live at. There's all kinds of things you can do without actually having to stay in the hood, per se. And I would get that out of their heads when they get money. But your end goal is to try to help the hood Versus you actually being there. That's the real thing to do. Well, the thing is, you don't even have to be as rich as Master P to be someone that feels a certain level of uh, pressure from your family members. You know, because they'll, you know, you could just be the one person that maybe went to college or has a a job where you might be, uh, you know, a supervisor. And people think, oh, he got it. You know, there there are situations where, you know, you're just the one person in your family that might have moved to the suburbs and people think, oh, it's all good. Like, I don't have bills still just because I live in the suburbs. Like, I may not be living super rich, you know. So what P is talking about as far as the the ATM being cut off. Look, there are people who might make eighty thousand dollars a year that can that can relate to what P's going through with his family right now. Um, because, you know, he's tried to do for folks and, you know, when you, like, I remember I saw Master P do an interview and it was around, uh, it was right after Christmas, you know, and he said, yo, did you have a, you know, a good Christmas or whatever? He said, well, you know, I mean, it was cool. I got to be with my family, but when you rich, you know, first of all, like, there's not really anything anyone can buy me and everybody expects something from me. So it really is a, 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 that's something weird. that I can't relate to, not at this point in my life. <laughs> Me neither. Uh, but at the same time, it's like, yo, it, it's like if some if if somebody's really rich, and I remember when Kendrick Lamar, like his sister w- had graduated from high school, and he bought her like oh, yeah. a Honda Accord or a Toyota Camry. First of all, if like if you if you know a, a new Honda Accord, or to- those are nice cars. But you know, people were clowning him for that. There's nothing wrong because with that. Because they didn't buy it. Because she, he didn't. He's Kendrick Lamar. He didn't buy her like a Benz or a Beamer or a Bentley or something. It's like, first of all, she's just trying to uh, drive and go to school. You know, right. she may not want that kind of attention. And plus, if I buy her this car, like at least she, I buy her something she can keep the upkeep on. Uh, she keep uh, the upkeep on. Like if I buy her a Bentley, you know, it's going. Well, if a, if, if something goes wrong with that what? car, it's going to cost her eight thousand dollars to get an oil change. So <laughs> nah, like I, people I, I always like when to count your pockets and say what you should do for people, but it's like you don't actually know what it is as far as trying to yeah. trying to maintain these family relationships because you don't know what they're asking for. They could be really out of pocket and what they're trying to do to you. 
I do believe yeah. that. Uh, well, I do. I definitely believe that one hundred percent. Those are those are all valid points. Let's take Fair. a quick second here and shout out the uh, shout out our partners. Yep. We'd like to thank our partners for the new Old Heads podcast. No Bad Ideas Clothing Company, Coleman Dental, Printfinity, Indie CD and Vibe. Try that Sun one King more time. Group, and the Came hub out. for all things new old heads, bringingdowntheband.com. But remember, a nice once you type bringing down the band right in the search bar on YouTube <laughs> and the page populates, to no subscribe bad ideas, and hit the bell for notifications. And as always, Dental, we thank you for your support. Now back to the show. All of them. Yes. Yeah, for go. some reason the audio wasn't working, but it's all good. For those for those that have been rocking with us for a while, um, you know, I usually just talk about our partners. I'll run through a, a small list or whatever, but we got fancy and I actually recorded a voiceover that we've been trying to play now. So Yeah. That sorry was a that failure. y'all missed out on that. It's cool. Yeah, but you all know. Good. All good. Such is life, Players as Fonte says, you know. Players mess up, it's all good. We ain't worried about it. All right, so that's good stuff, gentlemen, on, on those topics. Um Let's see. Let's jump into uh, let's jump into Sci High. We talked about Sci High, I believe, two episodes ago with his ghostwriting. Correct me if I'm wrong about him writing for Travis Scott and uh, Astro World and all that. Blah 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 blah. We talked about that. But uh, Sci High popped up in the news again, and this is in relation to some comments he had over the situation with Meg The Stallion and Tory Lanez. I'm sure most people are following, but if you haven't, I guess, and I don't even know all the specifics because, you know, so much stuff comes up and so many rumors, but apparently he shot her. Um, shot her? I think her? it was in her anchor, in her ankle or her foot, somewhere in her foot region. In her foot, in her foot yeah. He shot at um, I think twice. Was it twice? Okay. I, like I said, Spools, I'm, I'm not that clear, but I, I know he shot her. Um, and, like, tons of stories are going around about that. And, you know, she had a couple statements on IG about what happened and, and confirmed that he actually was the one that did it. Tori's from Canada. He's laying low. Like I haven't heard anything from him. Bun B jumped out and, you know, was really riding for Meg Thee Stallion and talking about her being a Houstonian. And- it's a rap for him going to Texas. It might actually be a rap for him coming to the United States period at this point. Right, right. That's Indeed. that's that's what I've been that's what I've been hearing. That Bun was Bun was, you know, Bun held nothing back as an OG, especially from that area. But uh they're talking about deporting his ass. Yeah, dude. man. It, it could get real out here. But Sci-Hi was on Twitter, and someone was responding to Meg Thee Stallion, and uh, not necessarily her and her herself, but the concept of the type of people that you date, like the type of people that women choose to date. He had a couple quotes, and people were dragging him on Twitter. So I'm going to run you guys through the two quotes that I pulled. And this was in response to someone that was, that had, you know, basically was just mm-hmm. talking about, you know, you get what you, you know, choose in terms of dating and who you decide to date he said uh you're right she shouldn't have been shot and i don't know the situation but she know who she's dating and his track record and she decided to bypass that a lot of young ladies do that for the cool factor i.e date rappers athletes celebrities etc and bypass the red flags second comment was ma just because y'all dating lame (laughs) dating dating lame ass niggas don't mean I'm a goofy just because I asked just because I asked the question. All women know the men, the man they should be dating versus the one they are currently dating. So for those comments in terms of Psy, like I said, people have really been getting in the bag in their bags about him and going at him for those comments. What are they saying? 
he's a, he's a, he's a cornball. He's a lame for saying stuff like that. You really just trying to make Meg look bad because she saying she made bad decisions, like really dragging him saying that he's against Meg overall, just because he said that. And oh, I just see. Over, just, I mean, that's, that's not what that means. those are that they're not my yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. And I'm not saying that you're saying that. I'm not saying that you're saying that. I'm just saying that's where the disconnect is, period, out of here, man. Anybody can make a statement, and everybody's assumption is just, well, it, this is what he meant by that. That that, that has, I don't, I kind of see where he's coming from as far as that's concerned, because, yeah, I mean, I you have too. regular, everyday, running a meal, a working woman, and if they meet some dude, they're running a, a a background check on him or they're trying to collect as much information as they can make sure he ain't registered as a, a freaking child molester or or you got cases going on or something you know what i'm saying i mean nowadays that's your responsibility to know that so with her being a high profile individual and knowing he's a high profile individual as well she should already know that but that doesn't warrant her getting shot absolutely that's that's where the peak that's where people they're trying to piece stuff together. He's not saying that she's supposed to get shot because she didn't do her background check or she knew this guy was like that. He's just saying that you should be more careful who, you, who you're giving your chances to yeah. um, based on their past. And I, I can G for that, man. That makes perfect sense. Spools, jump in there, man. What what are your thoughts about Sahai's comments, just that overall concept? No, I kind of agree <clears throat> with what Terry's saying. I'm you know, kind of along the lines of, you know, it's, there is some truth to what Sahai is saying. And I've, I've seen it before as well. You know, um, again, I don't think that, I don't think that Sahai made a statement. So that doesn't mean that what he really, just like you guys said, what he really meant was, you know, she deserved it or she had it coming or, you know, she brought it on or anything. It's like, no, not at all. Like, that's not what he's saying at all. Like, just, there's some, there's a bunch of piece of shit dudes out there and like, like women know who they're with, you know? Mm. Um, and not saying even in this case, like it could have been a boy, anything like that, man. Like it was senseless. Feel terrible for Meg. That should not have happened. Um, and you know, how, however this plays out is how it plays out. I think Tori gets what he deserves for it. You know what I'm saying? How she go? How she go from money bag yo to Tory Lanez? Like, them hey, is two totally different dudes. I, I ain't got the answer, fam. Boy, I did not have the answer. What you? What you say? So she was with with money bag yo first. Yeah. Then then she's with Tory Lanez. They're like yeah. completely total opposites. Tony Tory Lanez is one of those dudes that I've I've always heard him featured on other people's songs. Yeah. Um, you know, even going going back years ago, but like he's one of those people. It's like, how did he get popular? And then I'm like, oh yeah, I he got he got a good pin game. He got a good pin game. Remember, uh, remember uh, what was what's his mixtape series where he pretty the much jacked out of R and B? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Chicks tapes be be going. I ain't go front on that, but um, I mean, there's just two totally different types of dudes. Yeah, money bag yo. Who, if somebody was stereotypical, they would say Money Bag Yo would have been the one that would have put his hand beside her head or some shit. One hundred percent. You know, man. 
Well, this is the thing. You know, you got these little dudes. Like, the, first of all, we got to we got to watch out for these foreigners. That's right, because uh, he's uh, remember Tory Lanez is from Canada, so I'm gonna call him a foreigner. Uh, and get in this chat. try to put his, over. And and the thing is, they try to put his little raggedy behavior on every uh, uh, dude out here. First of all, that's Tory Lanez. All right, you know what I'm saying? Well, like, he said he that's is, Canada. He is, he is raggedy on his own on an international level. You know, don't be putting that on dudes in Indianapolis, Chicago, St. Louis, Los Angeles, and New York. You know what I'm saying? That's that's some Toronto foolishness. And okay. you know, okay. I'm just saying when you have somebody like everyone, everyone thinks they know everything because they are on social media. Like the thing Preach. is, Meg tried to keep this quiet for for a little while until she got tired of seeing these social media posts about like, well, what did she do to maybe get shot? I was like, first mm-hmm. of all, there's nothing that she could have done that would have warned her getting shot. Even if it's Sound just like that foot. white <laughs> Yeah. No, be, be clear. Tory Lanez is a cornball for shooting her. He's, he's the biggest. And name. I'm mad at, I'm mad at Tory Lanez because he got off of Interscope. It's like he got his thing popping during his quarantine thing. And now he's just completely fumbled the bag. Like, I it, it's hard for me to like feel sorry for this dude because like all look this copying out Boosie. Yeah, I mean, first of all, it's like first you know Meg. Look, you could is she can put together them songs in in raps. Like you got to understand, it's it's women that know how to put these words together, and you are gonna have to be your male ego cannot be damaged by these women who know how to put these words together. And last thing you need to be doing in California specifically, uh huh, out here with the Thule. <laughs> hey, Tory Lane definitely had that thing. You up here in the hills and in uh, uh what's the name? What's Calabasas? That's where all the people want to get fly with it. You can't be out there with the with with that uh with that gun life because they're going to uh basically uh, prosecute you to the fullest extent of the law, like. Like you, like I knew they were gonna find the those kids who shot Pop Smoke. I knew oh, they were yeah. gonna find them. No that yeah, you know no they're question. not playing out there. It'd be one thing if it's happened in Compton or Watts or whatever. But when you up in the hills where them uh, them white folks pay good money not to be around that shit, like they were going to find some way to solve those crimes. And For sure, Tory Lane should have known. Better. Don't talk to me, man. Like. Did we pretty much cover it on that one, or? Yeah, thank you. I think y'all got it again. Uh, no, I agree. I, I agree. <laughs> I mean, I I agree with Terry. I think they're two separate ideas, and uh, you know, we're human beings. We're able to uh, process multiple things at the same time, so uh, we should be able to do that. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess uh, pretty straightforward there. So let me, let me yeah. ask you guys this. I saw this to the, to this point. Yes. All right. So should uh, Chris Brown, like Chris Brown was pissed that his name was getting dragged into some of this shit. You he, know? Should he should have been. Yeah. yeah. I, so, yeah. so should people not be going as hard? Like what about Trey songs? Yeah, no, Trey, Trey songs did, is awesome. He had some allegations as well that I, I, I don't know the specifics on that either. Spool. Somebody got to bring me up to date. I do know there was a court case. Um, I'm sort of yeah, sexual harassment, assault. I believe. Did I? No, I hate. I don't want to misquote it. Is the Chris Brown thing different because he didn't shoot her? Because he just. Uh, no, I mean, I understand. Oh, I don't understand why. 
well, I understand why he's like, why are y'all putting me in this? Yeah. Yeah. Chris Brown's like, no, man, I my shit happened before cancel culture happened. Right. Right. That's basically what he's saying. Yeah. Facts. Facts. I just fucked up because he that was crazy what he did really. really they did he did suffer from cancel culture because he could have been the next michael jackson had he not caught that case like oh, that. i think he chris def- brown definitely suffered doing just fine he's yeah. doing just fine but he's he definitely suffered from uh that whole rihanna ordeal but I t- i'm with t- rightfully so i'll tell you one thing chris brown's trajectory definitely was you know, if he wasn't gonna be, I don't know if he's gonna be Mike, but he was gonna be a Mike ish. Had that not happened, I, 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 that's a He was he was also seventeen point. years old when that happened. Tory Lanez is yeah. what thirty yeah. something. Yeah, he already I'm got sure. the, he got that receding hairline. That's not good. that he got already got fixed. Yeah. We know. Is he really that old? Yeah. He's grown. He's grown. He's grown. He's early thirties. Got to be. Yes, good for him. Watch <laughs> out for these Canadians. Hey, you heard it here first on the new old hands. No, Jay Morris. People are going hard on I mean, what's the chances here? Let's ask I'll ask you guys this. And I can't I can't see the chat, but yes. what's the chances of him actually being deported? I think the, what chance, are the chances of that actually happening. I think the chances of him being deported, and this is my I say twenty percent. You know what? I was fools, I was gonna say thirty. Say I was gonna low. say thirty. It's low. I was gonna say thirty percent. That's where I'm at. The chances of it actually happening. Yep, I'm just gonna say twenty between twenty five and thirty percent. Nah, people that's, forget that's about it in a couple of weeks. And uh, think so. People were trying to deport Justin Bieber back in the day. Remember that? Yeah, I remember True. that. True. It's Canada, man. Oh no, spools. I think I'm around that. We'll just call it between twenty and thirty. But I don't. Yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, he can't come outside really. He put he put his hands where he didn't even put his hands on a female. He damn near. Is even more of a punk because he shot her. Right. Look, Bun B called him a sucker, so you know he he really can't come outside. Yeah, that's some bullshit. Bun, I don't Dude, know if y'all saw Bun's Bun video, but Bun was uh Bun was very serious uh, in his, the video that he had where he was addressing that. He was very serious, and um, it's a serious matter, man. Like I saw a story that uh that Maxo Cream told <laughs> that was kind of funny about Tory Lane. Oh, word! Let's check that out sometime. Yeah. I have to look that up. Um, nah, man. Oh, oh. Uh, snitching thing and how that is supposed to apply. We're calling Meg's the stallion a, a snitch. It doesn't apply to her. So no, that's, 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 that's the problem with all these people coming up. I think telling period is is wrong. Is if you're involved in that type of lifestyle, if you on some bullshit and some bullshit happened to you. And yeah, you ain't supposed to be saying shit. No oh, shit. I mean, you kidding me? They got shit no. all backwards. Like, so if you're look at Takashi, like, where you're, a, <laughs> you're a civilian, essentially. You know what I'm saying? You're not out there wilding like that. She's supposed to say something. First of all, a lot, a lot of these people that. who say Takashi, oh, go ahead, cool. <laughs> Pools is right. He's 100 percent right. That's what I was gonna reference. Pools is, is uh, Takashi. So I don't think Meg has to worry about that. Look at Takashi. This dude's. People are still everywhere he goes. Just pictures, he's making. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's crazy, man. Like no, it's to I the think, right place. Shit, that's all. Yeah. Look, first yeah. of all, it's the people, the people who are saying, "Oh, Meg is out here snitching." These are the same. Like, first of all, like I said, it's a bunch of weirdos in the game, and 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 people who have never been down for their crime. These are the cats that would be wearing brunch boots 
uh, out here talking about, <laughs> yo, you know, uh, 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 is Meg snitching? Like, did she mess up the street code? It's like, what are you talking about, dude? You like, you... <laughs> <laughs> let me brunch let boots me ass down somewhere. Let me let me stop because like that'll really make people feel some kind of way. The well, episode um, is brunch boots. My snitching. Yeah, now I mean, they more they more than fucked up. Now somebody that had on some brunch boots that was about to subscribe and now they ain't gonna fuck. With I mean, it. I, look, I'm not I'm not really hating. You know, I got I got a, I got a pair of brunch boots. I you know what I'm saying. So see me on these streets. Fuck those are. But at the same time, you know, <laughs> I don't either. Uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be out here talking about. Yeah, Meg didn't uh, adhere to the street code because she got here telling. I was like, she told. Look, first of all, y'all just that snitching shit. First of all, that's for organized crime, and y'all out here hey. uh, shooting women hey. in the feet and stealing <laughs> iPad. That is not organized crime. Shooting women in the feet and stealing iPads. Don't be Tory Lanes. Show us. Racing, showing, showing yeah, feet to racists on in in racial <laughs> chat rooms. <laughs> Stop that! <laughs> hey man, listen man. I hear she trying to make a, a Nas nice song now. Who who, who is that? Those cat, cat, yeah. Those cat needs to fall and all it, the way back. It, that's another one I look at and I'm like, how did how did, how do we get here? Because she yeah, put out bitch, she put out bitch I'm a cow. <laughs> yeah, we uh, talked about it on the show that. when it came out. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that. I remember I was in support of it. I was like, hey, that's better than doing something negative with your <laughs> yeah. life. Yeah. Let me well, so then we find out she's showing feet in racial chat rooms and then, it then was all, you know, she's still around. I can't support like, that. Yeah. yeah, what's so what's so that song was the video itself. True. Hey. <laughs> the song was bad. The video was great. Moo moo yeah. moo. It is. And she definitely had fucking French fries up her nose and she, she had the buttons out. That she did. That she did. Get the murders. David, well. David said Doja Cat is ridiculous. He's like, that was such a bad song. Shout out to the chat. Yeah, it was. Agreed. Hey. Hmm. Hey, well, before we, but I'm trying to figure out uh, coming up on coming Great. up on the hour shortly. Hey, is there anything else that I forgot that I failed to mention? Um, Did we well, talk about Vic Minson? That's what I was going to mention, Jay. Yeah. I, I I'm, I was happy, man. Like Vic Mensa has returned, and it's yeah. dope dope to see. Like the Vic before Kanye, good music, doing extra weird stuff that was kind of cool but kind of weird at the same time. Like it was really kind of I can't I can't say like disappointing because an artist can do whatever they want, but it was kind of disappointing that he like abandoned like his lyricism because he was so good. And it's really yeah. cool to see him. It's cool to see him back. I guess. The no. the project is called the, the project is called the V tape if I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah, it's like an EP. It's probably it's six like, to eight records on there. Yeah, it's like seven Maybe. seven eight joints. It's production dope. is good. Production is good. He he he's it's in a his consistent bag. sounding project. Shout yeah. to and Snow Allegra's on it. Shout out to Snow Allegra. Yeah, what'd he um. Who'd you say? Snow Allegra. You yeah. Hear that? Oh, okay. I can hear yeah, what Terry um, said. Anyways, no, nah, it's not that he just he just back he he back on what Lone said like he just back to the bars and the good production from what I saw. So he you know he back on his grind. I like so it. I was very I was very pleased. I like it. I would suggest if y'all in the chat, y'all still in here, go check that one out. It's very dope. 
Very dope. Um, uh, did you guys you guys hip to uh, brass tracks? Mm, I don't know. I'll type out I'll brass tracks. What'd you I say? Put that in. I don't know if I know that one. What'd you say, Terry? Can't hear you. I don't know what's going on. I just said I still yeah, been I listening to you. that Fox Legend. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you hear me? Gotcha. Yeah, I now. was just saying I, I still to that Fox Legend. It so. officially comes out on Sunday, but yeah, I, that's all I've really been bumping here lately. Yeah, yeah, man. It's it's uh it's it's Brad, really really good. Brass Tracks is a couple producers. They're really dope. Um, yeah, I haven't heard the project yet, but I want to I want to check it out. So. I'm guessing it's probably you. probably pretty good. Oh, yeah. Jagged Edge yeah. dropped a 30 song R&B album. Yeah, that was, a couple, that was a couple weeks ago. I'm cool I, on 30 a 30 song Jagged Edge album. I fool with Jagged Edge, but I'm cool on 30 joints from anybody at this point. I want to I want to listen to it, but I was like, look, I don't have 30 Jagged Edge songs I like like that right now. <laughs> um <laughs> You know, yeah, I understand I, the streaming cool. game, and you gotta, you know, you gotta, you gotta mess, you gotta manipulate the system any way you can. But thir- like thirty songs from anybody, much less Jagged yeah, Edge. Just wait. Like, you could tell um, me thirty Jodeci songs, I'd be like, yeah, I don't. This way, man. But Jagged Edge, come on. I'm getting ready to drop a hundred track project. Thirty e forty songs, yeah. little double disc. Forty nine songs. Drops four on you real quick. Got seventy two new joints. <laughs> <laughs> Look, hey, I'm cool on these. I'm, I'm cool running. On these I'm running them all. That's just me though. But that's the only artist. Like maybe if New Edition put out a double disc, I might be able to get with it. I'm not gonna hold you now. If New Edition was like, you know what, we are gonna get back in the studio, and the project was, let me pick a number out the air. If the project was like nineteen Beat. songs. And you told Off me Babyface and, 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 and uh, um, Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis was going to do the whole record and, and Teddy Riley, okay, yeah, maybe. I would listen to that. I ain't going to thirty thirty Even that. 30 new new edition records might be a bit much. That's a bit. Did y'all, listen, did y'all hear the, the new edition album that was on Bad Boy? I did. What's some joints on there? What's yeah, some joints yeah. on there? Yeah. What's some joints on there? Nah. It was some joints on there, though. I ain't gonna lie. What's some joints? No, um, rewrite rewrite the memories uh, is probably one of their most uh, slept on records ever. If you are a new edition fan, uh, look up home again. Uh, home again? No, that's not home again. Whatever home again the record was, the was one, they put out on Bad Boy. Home again was good. yeah, yeah. The one they put out on Bad Boy had hit me off and uh, the, yeah, and and I hot tonight, hot tonight, yeah, and um. Yeah, but rewrite the memories is probably one of my favorite new edition songs that nobody knows. Lone looks so excited to talk about new so excited. He just loves R and B. All right, man. <laughs> I think I'm really excited. Everything. I'm I'm really excited actually. Well, uh, did you guys? Off, we watched the Jay Z Entrepreneur song video, right? You guys see yes. that? Yeah. So, I, if I remember correctly from the pre-show, you weren't really feeling the song. Would you like the video? Visual was dope. Visual was crispy. I love the the um you know, the goal of what they were trying to showcase. You know, entrepreneurship and people to have you know start business businesses that have become successful. The young man that was the valedictorian, uh, like all that type of stuff. They even had Tyler the Creator in there and the list of things that he's accomplished as an entrepreneur. All that was cold. Um, if you listen to the song without the video, I mean, to me, it's mid grade. It's cool. 
But when you watch it with the visual, just for me, I thought it ties it together a little bit better. Yeah. No, I mean, part of the what's what what made me feel some type of way was when I saw there's a African American anime studio in Japan. Yeah, that you was know, dope. like I thought that was crazy. You know, and it just it highlighted. You know, because people always, you know, the same people who had all this um, uh, real nasty stuff and, and like wanted to talk crazy about WAP and say, why doesn't hip hop do this? And like, why don't we highlight this? It was like, OK, then why aren't you using that same energy that you use to basically promote Cardi B and Megan? Why aren't you using that same energy to talk about this record and to talk about That's this a very video? Good point. It's because That's a good. lot of times the only reason people show up around hip hop is to, is because they want to criticize something, you know. And that's why I don't. There's a lot of people who who I respect when they talk about other things, but if the only reason you come around hip hop is to criticize hip hop, then I don't respect your opinion. A lot of people. That's just their mo. Period. It seems like nowadays, that's even fair. when it comes down to to politics you know nobody had nothing to say until uh kamala harris was was nominated as the vice president candidate whether they like joe biden or not um, but everybody is in such a hurry to say who they ain't or are going to vote for or if they just going to sit it out so i think that's just a natural problem that's going on period right i mean now. and, and it ties here. back into like it wasn't so much that cardi and megan had made this nasty song, it's about a lot of people just not liking women who don't do exactly what they think <clears> they should do. So that's where, like, the like I, you know, it's, it's messed up to tie Kamala and Megan Thee Stallion together. But like, that's really kind of what it is, because there are a lot of men. They like to have they like to have sex with women, that, but they really don't like women. And so whenever mm -hmm. they do something that's a power move, whether it be in entertainment or politics, they, they got something real uh, off brand to say. And so we got to watch. We got to watch individuals like that. Yeah. Fair, Fair enough. enough. I think that's a good. That's a good. Yeah. Point Word up. For us. In the um, words of Jay Moore, throw down that box. Oh, that, <laughs> that, that, that is that is one, that is one of his signature lines. Kirby shit. I'm gonna finish out like that. Throw down that box. That is one of his signature lines. I think that's gonna do it for this episode. Uh, make sure you go to Bringing Down the Band or actually search for Bringing Down the Band on YouTube uh, to find the page. Subscribe, hit the bell for notifications as always. Do it. And stay in tune with everything that is involved around the new old heads. Also, um, it's up on Discord, man. You can get into the multiple chat groups that we have here. Um, yeah. If I'm not going to have some Discord with share some Discord with us. Share some Discord with us. Well said, Spool. Uh, NOHchat.com. It is. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on IG at new old heads just follow us man we appreciate everyone's support everybody that was in the chat tonight we thank you for your interactions and uh we'll see y'all next week peace yeah peace